Hello and welcome to Find Your Center. I'm Kim Perrone, Certified Life Coach with the Center for Clarity, Compassion, and Contentment. I know that's a mouthful, so I call it Center 4C. But the name is meaningful and these qualities of clarity, compassion, and contentment are what we all need more of. So I thank you for listening. I'm here again with Jim Sweet, author of Back to the Front Porch and Mental Freedom. Both books are about finding peace and enjoyment in life. Thanks, Jim. Happy to see you. Yeah, good to see you too, Kim. How are you doing? That's great. I'm great. Tonight we're going to talk about recovering from burnout. And I think mm. we both have stories on this. This is why we've both written yeah. books. <laughs> the kind of books right. that we wrote, we have this burnout in, books. in common. <laughs> and I'm just going to yeah. set the stage a little bit by talking about what is burnout. It is a term that's thrown around a lot, especially now. Um, my number one topic is, that's requested for speaking engagements is addressing burnout and improving well-being. And this burnout is that physical and emotional exhaustion, that long-term stress can, it, it, that's long-term stress, that chronic unmanaged stress at work, um, maybe always feeling underwater, never getting ahead, start, starting to be helpless and hopeless and, and disengaged and blunted emotions, a, a lot of that, you're just feeling the toll and having a really hard time doing what you need to do with any enjoyment. In fact, it, the, some signs that you might be experiencing burnout is feeling that every day at work is a bad day, feeling exhausted most of the time and kind of not being able to rest it away. Like when you do have time off, um, you still don't feel rested when you go back at work, feeling no joy or interest in your work, or even feeling depressed by it, feeling overwhelmed by your responsibilities, engaging in escapist behaviors such as excessive drinking or eating, having less patience with others than you used to. So, and then, you know, now like a cynicism is creeping in where you maybe weren't irritation, cynicism, and, you know, may experience symptoms, physical symptoms like, you know, chest tension, sleeplessness, heart palpitations. So if any of that resonates with any of our listeners, I, you know, fear not, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about how to recover from burnout and you, you, it's possible. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to quit your job. There are ways your burnout recovery requires your intervention. And so there are a number of ways to tackle that. And the one I would say is to get some clarity about what you might be feeling so helpless and hopeless about, or the lack of meaning in your job. Yeah. I, th I think that's the biggest, um, the, the times in, in my life I've gone through that burnout is, is the, the lack of meaning is, is you know, ultimately what I kind of came to the conclusion that was what was kind of driving, um, that, that feeling of burnout, you know, as if what I was doing every day or what I was showing up for every day, you know, I could go through the day and do all the stuff that I needed to do or complete all the tasks that I had. But, but what, what was the end goal of it? What was, why was I doing it? You know, what was the ultimate meaning of that for me? Uh, mm -hmm. You know, if, if you work for a corporation and, and they say, well, the 
ultimate meaning is the profit at the end of the quarter or whatever it is. But ultimately, it has to be for me. It has to be for, for the person. It has to be for you. The person who's feeling the burnout, like you said, it takes some, takes some time to find that clarity and find, mm. you know, like you said, sit with it and, and spend some time and say, okay, what, what is it about this that I can pull from here and say, my meaning is this? The reason I do this every day is this. Right. And sometimes it, it, we can get into the dark periods where we don't really know what that is. Like, oh, I've been doing this and I, and it, 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 say it's chronically stressful and I, I never feel like I get ahead. That hopelessness starts to creep in. And then the meaning, it, it becomes lost where maybe you had meaning before enthusiasm. The enthusiasm has been replaced with cynicism or feeling like you're really mm. not making the difference. And, and we don't have to be in a charitable organization uh, or you don't have to be living your passion to feel that at work. We, we can find the rewards in any workplace doing any job. And it really comes down to have things gone off the rails a bit for you. And then where is that? When in, in my personal example of feeling burnt out, and, and I love what I do, but at the beginning of the pandemic, I think I went a full year sitting in front of a computer screen with <laughs> sessions, <Yeah. laughs> you know, sessions and webinars. And I was so excited about it, excited, 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 and, and greatly engaged. It helped me get through the pandemic too, because I was like, oh, I have meaning right here. And I wouldn't have foreseen that about March of 2021, it's like I hit a wall. And I wasn't sure I was struggling and I thought, what the heck is wrong with me? This is terrible. I'm, I, I need to do this and that and this. I had all these projects or create more webinars and do all these things that I should have been and normally would have been excited about. The clarity I got around it was I've been in front of the computer screen too much. I I need to have some open breaks. So taking some kind of break or vacation that's a real break is important in burnout recovery. Like I needed to intentionally step away from the computer instead of, and, and do other things, even at a time when we weren't really fully doing things outside of the home or socially at that time. But I needed to understand that I can't just be like sitting here. Right. Zooming. Did you did you feel it like all of a sudden you woke up one morning and and boom, or was it something that gradually kind of crept in? I think it was creeping in, but I felt it like, wait, where'd this come from? Woo, <laughs> yeah, not what I expected. Right. So I think <laughs> yeah. I felt it like an all of a sudden, but it had been creeping up, and I think other people might relate to that. Like it, you. Mm. I think too, we've, when we've talked before about overload of emails or let's just say too, unhappy customers. Luckily that wasn't in my scenario, <laughs> thankfully, yeah. but let's just say you're in a workplace where you are dealing with some angry customers and, and it's, it's not your fault necessarily. The rewards of your work have been taken away. That's where right. you can lose meaning too, where people used to appreciate what you're doing. Now you're just always behind and no one appreciates anything, but you're working twice as hard. Right. Yeah. And and, and that could be the spot to step away. When you say step away, and step away doesn't always mean step away and, and go to, you know, the Bahamas for 10 days, right. or two weeks. Right. You know, it, it could mean 
and we talked about it uh, last time, Kim. It, it could mean setting boundaries. So, so those boundaries could be okay. I'm not going to be on my phone or on my email. And and this was something that certainly was prominent during the pandemic was we weren't going anywhere. So we're constantly in front of our computers. So we were easily waking up at, you know, I get up at six 30, I jumped on the computer. Boom. Now I've got five emails in there and right away our day is full throttle and we don't take that break. And then there's nowhere to really go. So at six o'clock when you would be sitting down with your family to have dinner or going for a walk or going to a movie, you can't do that. So I might as well stay here in front of the computer. So stepping away could be setting those boundaries and saying, okay, I'm leaving the office at five o'clock and I'm not going to check my emails until tomorrow morning when I get back into the office, whether it's in an office or in your home office, I am not going to check my emails until eight o'clock tomorrow morning. That's stepping away from that situation for you know do the math on the hours of 15 sure hours it is. right it so is. that's that's part of it because we we get dragged into this always on scenario where we're always available someone mm-hmm. sends you a text it's you know 8 30 at night oh let me just check this before i go to bed and then you you go down that rabbit hole of going back and forth with that person instead of saying like we said oh, i'm gonna take a break and my break is from 5 p.m. until I get back into it at 8, at 8 a.m. the next morning. Yeah. And the, that's part two. That's an example of getting to the why. What is feeling so bad? And getting clarity around which part of this, what has changed or how have I changed to make this feel that way? And then starting to put some things down. You might even uh, do a stress diary if you're mm-hmm. feeling stressed. Burnout is caused by unmanaged workplace stress. So it may be out of control, but you're like a superstar and people are used to you, you know, doing lots of amazing things and always leaping to new heights. So they may not be managing that stress for you. You have to be figuring out how to manage it yourself. And sometimes that it very much could be, there is too much work to do. How do I compartmentalize? How do I step away when it's overflowing all the time? Right. And I think too, obviously delegating's in there too. How do we do that? How do we get partners? How do we get help in, in the workplace? And can, can we bravely too talk to our employer about it? If it's very extreme, we, we've talked about this because it's been key in some other topics, but to be able to speak when we talked about overwhelm too. So this is burnout. I know a lot of people are feeling it right now. Overwhelms the same. Are you willing to have a discussion with someone about maybe some problem solving around why everything's so peak? stressful or really where there's lost loss of meaning sharing that I think with an employer could be important because they should need to know that they don't want you to just quit and that's how they find out right because also yeah and and the burnt out or or even a burnt out employee who's still sitting in that seat you know can be unproductive um they can be you know and sometimes that burnout or that depression or that that um, bad attitude can can uh, roll over to other folks. You know, it's uh, you know, it, it's not a, a, sometimes an isolated situation. If someone starts talking about all the burnout, they maybe maybe they pass that on to the next person, and it's you know, kind of that group think of saying, "Well, you know what? Same thing over sure. here." So I think it's important to to have those conversations, sure. communicate with your with your employer, and just let them know how you're feeling. It's uh, those are sometimes the way 
um, and I think we were talking about this the, the last time, Kim, uh, about meeting those obstacles and working your way through those obstacles will, will make us stronger in the end. Uh, and, and sometimes you do need to have that conversation with an employer, with a with a coworker or a boss or something like that, um, and share some ideas. How, how can we work through it? What, how do we get to, like you said, where's the meaning in this? How do we get to figure out what that meaning is? And it's kind of a workplace version of what is the purpose yeah, of life? Right. <laughs> like if we, if we need to get back, we may have colleagues that can help us get back yeah. to the meaning and they might even reflect things to you that you don't even realize. And that could be enlightening, but also stepping back and re- reflecting personally, one of the ways to recover from burnout too, is to reassess your goals, your own personal goals, your values you know, what am I here for? Why am I doing this? And what is my attachment? That meaning that you were talking about is like, where's the meaning I can make in this work? And sometimes we, sometimes we end up just saying, I have history here, or I need to put food on the table. I mean, sometimes it might be not the ideal form that we want. But to reassess what is our goal here, what is this work for, and how can I make it more manageable? Yeah, and and I think back to uh, one of the times that I I went some through some burnout. Or I was burnt out, and it was you know I'd been in the same kind of position for a while, and it was working with some other folks, and I thought that the meaning around it was you know, to get to the end of the quarter or whatever, and then look at the numbers and the numbers have to be in a certain place. And if they're not there, then it's, it's no good. And this was a, a time when the, the economy wasn't very good. So the numbers were never very good. Mm. So, and, and this was when I was working with a group of salespeople and I, I had to, you know, kind of take a break and, and, and step back. And like I said, reflect on, you know, what is the meaning? What am I doing here? And so, so speaking of meaning, so in, in a, about the same time I had read Man's Search for Meaning, Viktor Frankl, about, you know, the, uh, oh. you know, the Holocaust and stuff. And, and the way I interpreted that book was every day he got up and his goal or his meaning in, you know, being in a, a you know, a concentration camp was to do the best he could for his, you know, his fellow man that was, you know, the, the other, um, you know, Jews that were in the, in the concentration camp. And, and, and it kind of, it struck something with me. I said, well, maybe my meaning with this position, this this job that I'm doing is it's not for me and it's not for the company. It's not for the bottom line. Maybe it's for the people that I work with. You know, what if I can help them get better? What if my meaning here is to have their back and help them grow into, you know, the best version of themselves they can be within this particular position that they're in. And it was one of those things where I, I, I was able to kind of change my mindset and, almost remove the numbers piece of the job and just say, okay, I'm going to work with this person and just how can I help them become better? Um, and, and it was a way to, to, and I do remember it to, to your point earlier, Kim, cause it, it kind of crept up on me, the, the burnout. And then one day it was just, and, and I do remember this cause it was, and that, you know, people, if, if we work Monday through Friday, sometimes you get that Sunday, uh, that's when you, you know, there's some burnout coming when you start thinking about Monday morning on Sunday you morning. Do. And I remember doing that. Oh, I was and cringing. And cringe. And that's it was right. one Sunday I thought, oh no, what's going on here? Because, uh, you know, and it was a job I enjoyed and, and, um, anyway, but, it, but, but it, but it did strike me the way that just when I could shift my mindset, 
Um, and, and it was kind of driven by reading that book. So if that was the, the sort of, you know, we talk about stepping away from something, I was able to step out of where I was and almost step into Viktor Frankl's world and pull myself back from, from there, back into my world. And that was my little break. That was my step away. That was my not looking at my email from eight to five or taking, you know, four or five days off from work and, and not checking my emails. That was that kind of break that I, that I needed. Yeah. Good, good example too of reading a book and then incorporating it into your life in a way that right. serves you. I think we can always do that. I think, you know, listening to podcasts or is what a lot of people are doing now too. And that can give us that uh, moment to take and then incorporate these right. pieces into our life too. And I love that too. You started to have that outward focus. So in, in man's search for meaning, he, he really basically is saying like, we're wired to need meaning. And so find it however you can. And he found it in, in helping others. And he found right. it in transcending in his mind above his circumstance and thinking about a future beyond the concentration camp. And in that way, he created a more right. powerful survival for himself. And I love that you took that into a, a workplace and setting and, and could connect the dots right. as well and say, well, if he can do that, I can do that here. I'm sure your colleagues were so you know much better off for that and, and appreciated you because they were probably pretty defeated by those numbers too. And yeah. You can't, you know, sometimes we go through times where that's the case. Dark times sometimes last for a while. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, and, um, you know, and I, and I found myself, you know, more energized. I, I was more engaged at work. I was, I was happy to be there. It was, you know, complete 180 from the burnout. But, but I, I do think that one of the critical steps is, is to take that step away. And however you do it, it, it has to be done. Um, to just reflect and, and, and find out, like you said, Kim, what is, can I pull meaning out of this? You know, is there a reason that I'm doing this or, or what's, can I do? And, and sometimes we do that. And after all the reflection and everything else, we realize, okay, this is not the place I need to be. And that's okay. That's true too. But, you know, give it a, give it a shot because it may just be burnout. And especially if it was a, if it was a position that, you know, at one point in time or a job or a company that you worked for that you really enjoyed. Um, and then you got to that point where you got burnt out because it, it, if you did enjoy it in the past, what was it that made you enjoy it? What, what did you get energies, uh, energized about when you're on your way to work that, that day? What were you looking forward to? Mm -hmm. You know? So that, and then that's some of that problem solving, troubleshooting. What was it? What has changed? What, what, get, reflecting on what are some of the whys? Going back to the whys. What are some of the whys? Yeah. Did I, did some, did staff change? Did uh, the workload change? Did my, am I just bored? It, do I need more growth? And then mm. in the beginning, I was excited because it was all new. And it could be any answers even beyond that. Uh, positive psychologist Martin Seligman, too, says that um, all of us require five essential elements in life in order to experience well-being. And he actually has what's called the PERMA model. And I think it, that's a great acronym for positive emotions, engagement, positive relationships, meaning, and achievement. So that's the P-E-R-M-A. Again, it's 
uh, positive emotions, engagement, relationships, meaning, and achievement. And that PERMA, P-E-R-M-A, can give us a, a guide or a sense to where we might be feeling most burnt out or most off kilter or off track and how we might recover that in our lives, you know, right. o- overall. Um, and we can even apply all of that in a work setting too. Yeah. Because you have relationships at work and you have meaning and achievement at work. You can do it for your whole life. You can do it for your work life. And I think that that would be a really good place to start with if you're feeling burnt out and, and right. really that diminished work ability. Also, that in that positivity, starting to turn things around a little bit for yourself, affirmations, anything that is like reinforcing thinking positive, you might be getting beat up at work and mm. you and your colleagues, and you might look around and find that you're in good company with other people feeling pretty burnt out. So what might there be some positive things that you can really kind of hang on to as a life raft to get through tough times that might be going on a little too long. But if it's in your best interest to stay where you are, to ride that out, you might need a little affirmation as a life raft and something like, you know, we're going through dark times as a company or things are, you know, a little chaotic right now, but I but I can, we can persevere, right? You know, it might be something that lifts your spirit to make, remind yourself that it might be temporary, right? It might be a temporary dark time or a temporary, I think about um, people in the medical community, like what they must have been thinking during the pandemic and just being so overloaded, feeling burnt out. And, but yet feeling, I guess they made meaning out of being there. And helping. Yeah. And they must have had to say there's going to be some point where we're going to get a break. Yeah. And I think those breaks, you know, if you start looking for them, they'll, they'll, you'll, you'll start seeing them too. Whether it is uh, a connection or a stronger connection with a colleague or um, achievement somewhere. And the brain likes novelty. So another point is that the brain... Um, likes novelty and new things in us growing, learning, and also helping others. So you touched on that, Jim. Kindness at work is big. Um, these are ways to bring more positivity in the middle of that stream of just maybe feeling dull, uh, feeling those blunted emotions, you know, random acts of kindness or learning something new are two ways that you're letting your brain do something new and kind of interjecting it along the way in, in between, right. um, in the work day. Again, so just to kind of wrap up some of the, the things that we were talking about, think about that why. You know, get getting clear on why you feel burnt out, you know, pinpoint some some reasons why things might be different today than they were before. Taking that break. And and we were talking about how it could be little breaks, boundaries in the evening, not working into the evenings or maybe on weekends, but also really your vacation being a real vacation, right. truly unplug 
you know, truly give yourself a break, support each other as colleagues to be able to let somebody fully go enjoy their family on vacation. It would be a huge thing. Come back refreshed, not stressing about the amount of work, but feeling, and here's where affirmation comes in, feeling like, but when I get back there, it's going to, I'm going to have more energy for it. So no matter how big that pile is. Right. Be refreshed. Yeah. That reassessing goals too. What am I here for? And you gave us the perfect example of that is reassessing. Oh, I'm here for the people I support and helping them be the best versions of themselves. So right now our numbers aren't great, but I'm just going to focus on the people and growing them in their skills. That was a great one. Because like, yeah. And like you said, that whether it's the bad numbers or the, the pandemic, you know, these things do end. And I know we're we're right in the middle of of whatever it is. It's it's hard to see the the end, but uh, you know we were talking about Viktor Frankl. At, at some point, you know the concentration camp ended, the the war ended. Um, you know, so how can you get into that space where you think, okay, this no matter what, this is going to end somehow, somewhere. Um, and, uh, you know, what, what meaning can I find in it right now? Mm -hmm. Sure. And then also, you know, saying no, when you need to say no, practicing positive thinking, when that lifts your spirits and, and your brain might say, I, you have no evidence that this is ever going to (laughs) end. Your, your brain might be arguing with you (laughs) while you do this, but really to say, I'm, I'm going to take moments of lightness in all this heaviness and that helplessness, hopelessness is something that does, you do want to address. You know, we do not want people to become actually depressed from their job. And so recognizing that's important, reaching out for help is important or, or, you know, whether that's a colleague, a resource your company has and, Sometimes even just talking to a coach, you know, one thing I do, I help a lot of people who are in burnout, just peel the layers, you know, get to these questions that we've discussed today and be able to express the way they're feeling. And at least that level of clarity or being seen and heard, even themselves seeing and hearing themselves, like, why do I feel this way? Right. It is, it can be very positive. And like I said, you may not need to leave your job. Uh, we, we had two examples where we didn't actually leave our job. We just changed some of our own behaviors. And then the one example I have where I did leave a job so years ago, but it was really a, a lot of family crisis and pain. And so it was more that something else was calling me. So, it, you know, maybe that doesn't even qualify as burnout. But part of what we talked about today was that reassessing your goals and your meaning. And when I stepped away from that job, it was to spend more time with my son and my nephew after my sister had passed. And so, you know, now I had a motherless nephew in my life and I wanted to be able to go back and forth at will and travel to see him three hours away and a lot. And so I was doing that based on meaning in my life. And so, and, and really the burnout, I think would be part where I was pretty burnt out, you know, as we were helping my sister through cancer to her ultimate death. So it was really, I was emotionally burnt out, not necessarily what was happening at the job. Right. The, the job was supportive. I just was reassessing my goals based on current circumstances and needed to step away for me and my family. So it can come in all different 
situations and scenarios. And so I'm happy we had a chance to share a couple personal examples. Yeah. Thank you, Jim. Yeah, hopefully they'll be helpful for folks. Hope so too. Yeah. And, and also, uh, Hope people can reach out. Feel free to reach out if you have more questions, want to send us information. You can directly email me at caperone at center4c.com. Connect with us at the Slightly Unmeditated Facebook or Instagram page or email us at goodvibes at slightlyunmeditated.com. And we can use some coaching questions. So feel free to send them in. Topics that you want to hear. So we hope you're feeling a bit more centered. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with another edition of Find Your Center. That's all for today. I'm Kim Perone, helping you to find your center. Each time you do, you build a better world. My heart is full. Thank you for listening. I look forward to connecting with you again. Until next time, I wish you clarity, compassion, and contentment.